Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, welcome inside Hour 3 of The Dan Patrick Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith and my best friend Mike Harmon in for Dan and the Danettes today. And, oh boy, maybe you just heard that bit uh, in Nick Cope's update a couple seconds ago. Uh, we'll get into uh, the NFL in a second, but the ratings for the NBA All-Star Game, my God goodness uh <laughs> but i thought wow. everybody hated what they saw wow. when clearly wow. nobody watched it yeah well and and i know you watched the pregame I show and, and they had one viewer so it was you i caught a little of it while i was at a restaurant with my daughter the other day it was on i didn't have any sound but i watched mm-hmm. post malone and she kept going uh this is supposed to be a basketball game right i go well yeah. eventually <laughs> like, what's with all the indoor uh light shows and fireworks I'm like gotta gotta make it a spectacle gotta try well, got you in, so that's good. Got you in the door. I was captive. Right. I had that. Guy. I had surfing videos. I hey. had no choice. Hey, what color tie was Ernie Johnson wearing? Was I it a nice know. tie? What was? Do what, you remember? You have to know. You I have don't to remember. You know I really don't. And all I mean, it's time, always a bow tie, though, right? It is, but but okay. So there, you know that at least. Very good. Okay, all right. It is an all-time low. A yeah. combined two point two rating across TNT and TBS, the lowest rated and least watched edition. Of the game. I mean, that is just look for this. I mean, if you're TNT, you're like, man, we could have put on reruns of Snowpiercer and that might have got people to watch a little bit. But this is where we are now, right? For all of this all star, I'm never going to be surprised by all star games being an all time low, whether it's baseball or basketball or football, because the era of the all star game as we knew it, the golden era is gone. Right, the gold, the the, the all star games that that people of a certain age grew up with, and it's like, oh yeah, I remember when the the Eastern and Western Conference wanted to just destroy each other. The American League wanted to destroy the National League, and vice versa. That's gone. That it, it's gone, and those days aren't coming back. And and when I when I see social media after the all star game and and all the complaints of, oh, it's a layup line. Nobody likes the game. I don't like this. There's here's the the one uh, gift that's getting everywhere. The four the four players <laughs> yeah. on one side of the court. We're not going to play defense on this. Yeah, that looks like is, an NBA regular season game. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> this that, is, you could have transported that to a lot of Laker efforts yeah. on the defensive end. By the way, LeBron played defense once and he got hurt. Yeah, I got to come out of the game. I guess to show you defense <laughs> when he went up work. against uh, SGA, he goes, "Hey, it's the only time he played defense," and he got his finger caught and hurt it. 
Yeah, this, this is what all-star games are now. That golden era is gone, and it's like everybody keeps waiting for the, oh, the all-star game. No, all that's left now is the new normal and to not lose viewers like this. Because all-star games know, all the leagues know, all-star games are in the decline. And it's just about let's keep as many people as we can watching. And we have a slow... Uh, uh, leeching of the audience instead of like the falling off a cliff like you have here at the NBA All-Star Game. And it's it's just an All-Star Game thing. It's not the popularity of the leagues. It's an All-Star Game thing. Over the course of the last few years, it's become the big exhibition. Players don't really care. Some, some guys play. Some guys don't. It's just an idea that has seen its time come and gone, right? It's like it's like a Macy's or JCPenney's or a clothing outlet or Toys R Us. Hey, Toys R Us has been a staple for so many years. Well, you know, now we're going bankrupt. Why? The world's changed, and people buy toys online, and so now there's no more Toys R Us stores, and they're trying to keep. That's what that's what leagues are trying to do with All Star Games, and every year now is going to be a gimmick, and some gimmicks are going to work better work better than others, right? That's every single year. The NHL, the NBA, Major League Baseball. What can we do different this year that's going to pique somebody's interest, right? It's the same philosophy as as going online and shopping at a website. You don't just go to a website and shop and buy stuff right now when do you go hey monday is free shipping i gotta order my stuff on monday tuesday is buy one get one 50 off oh i gotta do that uh wednesday is 30 percent off the whole the entire website this is what this is what companies do hey how do we get people coming through the door that's all it is now with all-star games it's gimmicks and it's let let's say okay if this didn't work this year now nothing the nba did this year are they going to try to do next year boy we had a, we had a, we had an all-time low we got to do all kinds of different stuff next year so you're going to see different ideas hopefully get it back and get more people watching but this is what all-star games do this is what leagues do now what can we do every year just to keep the new normal of people watching paying attention to it because just because a lot of people are writing about about it online and it's trending at the top of Twitter doesn't mean that it's really interesting and people are watching. And you're seeing that with the All-Star game this year. You go to the, you go Sunday night to Twitter. Oh, everybody's tweeting. Look, the All-Star is such a big deal. Like, nah, just because you got 10,000 people tweeting about something doesn't mean it's that big a deal, right? There are about 10,000 people in an entire country talking about it. It's it's it, it doesn't give you a good representation. You see here the NBA All-Star game. People didn't watch. They didn't they didn't like what they saw on TV and they took the Kevin Durant philosophy. You you don't like it don't watch that's what they did well and and that's the the larger thing buddy is that you know you can have a lot of complaints and in the echo chamber that is social media that you have the the opportunity to get frustrated and people shake their fists and and call for the downfall of things and, and look at ratings and all the reality is people that want to watch it are going to watch they're going to care if they care, and if they want to just consume bite-sized clips, that's where you go. And that's the NBA with ratings and viewership in the whole. Uh, and they have to figure that out. What's the new normal? And for for us, you know, we pull back. They're down 29%. I think the biggest surprise is, hey, you're, you're part of a dunk competition in-game. And we start rating your dunks since nobody wants to play defense. So we have that that breaks out as part of the festivities, and maybe now you've got some interest because LeBron's part of a, a dunk contest, even though he didn't intend to be. I, I don't know. Do something even if it's wrong seems to be where we're at because it's hard to get excited about this if for the first 57 games or wherever we're at uh, in terms of how many teams have played that load management is one of your biggest concerns at the state of the, commis- the commissioner's state of the union address and all that. Uh, 
that you've got to figure that out, and that's the hard decision for the league going forward. You can shut it down altogether, but it's a big corporate event. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for Dan Patrick today. Again, we'll have more on this with Rick Buecher. Maybe Rick's got some ideas for next year for the maybe more, maybe more Lakers and Knicks. That that's the whole thing. Let's get more Lakers and Knicks in, more people will watch. Uh, but we spent a lot of time today talking about the case for Derek Carr to be a first ballot Hall of Famer if he goes to the New York Jets. The ESPN report yesterday, that's what they told him uh, during their meeting over the weekend. Derek Carr, you go to New York, you win, you'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer with the Jets. And, oh, I'm all a tingle, my entire body. But part of this, now, let's you take said tingle. I said, I said tingle. It's the I'm Jason tingle. I watch David Carr talk about Derek Carr on TV, and I just get so excited. Which infomercial was that? Was that A, B, or C? <laughs> it was Did he the, have the American flag behind him? No, or, it was it was the one where he skyscrapers. No, no, no. He throws to the guys from Air Supply about uh, getting all that great love songs oh, from the seventies wow. in right. one place. Yes, that, that's the one. Um, look, the whole thing about to take this in a different direction. We're waiting right now for whatever Aaron Rodgers is going to decide. Right, he's in the darkness. Right, we're waiting on this. Derek Carr has the entire NFL to himself. And David Carr said yesterday on TV that Derek Carr's free agency situation will be a long process. And I can't tell you how ridiculously bad a strategy this is going to be for Derek Carr. Right? He has the NFL to himself because of the way his contract was structured. Doesn't have to wait till the end of the league year to become a free agent like everybody else does because the Raiders released him. He can sign anywhere, right? It's the middle of February. Derek Carr can go anywhere. What have we seen so far from Derek Carr? He visited with the Saints who said, thanks, mm-hmm. but no thanks. We want you to take less money. Nope, not doing it. And he had a visit with the Jets, who are the most desperate quarterback team in the league. You can feel the desperation oozing out of the Jets, every single pore of their skin needing a quarterback. And Derek Carr left without a deal. And, hey, I'm going to take a look and see what's going on. Now, sure, part of this is hey, some teams want to see what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers first, but... You're supposed to be the jewel, the crown jewel of, of the offseason, and this is all the interest you've had so far. When you should have been taking visits every other day, it should have been, well, I got the Jets, then I, you know, am I going to get out of the building in New York? I'm going to want to sign a deal, then I'm going to go visit the Titans, and I'm going to go back to the Saints. This is all it's been for, for Derek Carr. And I feel like Team Carr is confusing the, the being in demand with being in demand because there's no one else out there. And that's what it is right now. There's no one else out there, and he's not that much in demand. Forget about this taking a long process. What do they think is going to happen when you get to the beginning of March and Rodgers is available and Lamar Jackson gets franchised and says he wants to be traded and Ryan Tannehill hits free agency and, and, and so is Jimmy Garoppolo and other quarterbacks are out there? You really think Derek Carr market's going to pick up? and he's going to get more money? No, he's got to sign before free agency because this is when teams supposedly are going to go get him. And if that means you've got to lower your demands a little bit, contract demands, it means you've got to lower demands. If you've got to put a little bit more sense of urgency on finding a new team, then that's what you need to do because when the beginning of March comes, all these guys, teams are going to say, yeah, in a vacuum, is Derek Carr better than Ryan Tannehill? Sure, 
But Derek Carr wants three years, $120 million. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, I'm, I can get him for two years and $40 million, and if he stinks, I can move on. Um, yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that plan of getting Ryan Tannehill and drafting a quarterback. you got a lot of guys in the draft and veterans like him who are hitting free agency. Yes, he's a better player than a lot of those guys, but that's not all that goes into it. And Derek Carr, if he waits to sign, he's going to wind up t- having to take less money at a less than ideal destination for him because the, if there's no competition, now and interest is lukewarm. What's it going to be when other guys are out there? I mean, this is the exact. I mean, they, it's like they they fall in love with this. Oh, Derek Carr is a free agent. Everybody's saying wonderful things about him, and oh, look at Derek Carr. And I'm reading about him online and seeing oh, what yeah, people yeah. say about him, dude. You have to see that the reality is there's not a lot of interest. You got to create interest and you got to sign because a team will sign you if they think they can get you right now, and you can be their quarterback and get a three year deal and go in with all kinds of assurances and have a little bit more say in your tenure. But you wait. Watch how different it's going to be. It's going to be a complete failure if he does that. Well, you'd think he was the victim of the Montreal screw job, the way they uh, set this all up. That you know, for a decade or near nearly a decade with the Raiders, everything that went wrong couldn't possibly land on his plate to have any blame uh, in failures season after season after season. No, it's because of the defense. No, it's because they failed and they gave up these leads. Like. Keep scoring points. Uh, all of those kind of things that keep flowing in. And when you look at the number of suitors around here, and I wonder if uh, David Carr's um, opportunity as the, uh, well, the voice of this uh, monster at this point, you know, part of the inner circle, that he's leading the charge almost as if saying on the other side, please somebody call. Please somebody call. This is dragging out far longer than, uh, than we like. And you really should come with a great offer right now because we'll take it. We'll take it, please. Because um, what do you got on the board? Arizona's got Kyler Murray coming back off injury. Rams with Stafford off injury. Geno allegedly going to get $35 million or thereabouts from Seattle. We've already talked about the 49ers. Atlanta, Desmond Ritter. Saints have what? Jameis and Taysom Hill. Uh, and then Carolina has your guy Sam Darnold uh, and guys that were hurt. Matt Corral, right? Tampa. Kyle Trask time. So you can go to the NFC South. One of those teams has to call you again, probably. Uh, Everything seems to be set in the North and the East. Sam Howell, anybody in Washington? I mean, very few spots where you can legitimately go and say, hey, we want a veteran quarterback because we're on the cusp of potentially still being able to win and be viable. And to your point about him versus Tannehill, yeah, that's – that there could be a large gap of money uh, and consideration because if he didn't want to take a pay cut to go to New Orleans and really wants his thirty plus million dollars, I mean that may be the the day of reckoning that'll be at hand. But as we know in the quarterback market, we were talking about it a little bit earlier between Dak Prescott and Daniel Jones. Is if you are perceived to be the best in a what what should we say without great draft. Uh, compensation and c- considerations there that you're the best in the the crew. Yeah, you're going to usually be able to command a premium price. Problem is, people got nine years of tape on you. Mm. 
See the reality. Sign before free agency or you're going to regret it. I'm telling you. Jets, and yeah. It doesn't have to be with the Jets. And no, 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 no. I don't want them there. That was really what be, you said there. Please, else. come on, Jets. Take could care of someplace else. Someplace else. Someplace else. But you got to sign. But I feel good giving that advice because it's needed. I feel like I did. I, for selfishly, I didn't, I didn't sit back and say, okay, let me just. No, no, no. I wanted to help. It, it's just the wrong strategy. And, it, and it's, it's wrong. Car it's family wrong. advisor. There you go. Add it to the resume. <laughs> Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, in for Dan and the Danettes this morning. Coming up next, Fox Sports 1 NBA insider Rick Buecher stops by. Does he have any ideas to help the NBA All-Star game? What about some big, bold predictions for the rest of this season? Are the Lakers going to make the playoffs? Is this Anthony Davis's last year with them? That and more. Keep it right here. This is Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like... A lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and Holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. 
Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon is our show at night. We're here today filling in for Dan Patrick and the Danettes here on Fox Sports Radio. Been a great morning so far, and it's just going to get better right now as we bring in a man who is going to change the All-Star game as we know it. He's got a foolproof 25-point plan to get people to watch. <laughs> you can follow him on Twitter, at Rick Buecher, Fox Sports 1, NBA Insider Rick Buecher. Rick, go ahead, uh, PowerPoint it for us, your plan to save the All-Star yeah. game after ratings hit an all-time low this season. Oh, no, 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 no. You, you misunderstood the last time we spoke. I don't have a solution to getting people to watch. That's damn impossible. All I want to do is change the way we actually select the teams. I'm thinking we shouldn't even play. Uh, well, actually, I, I do have a solution now that I think about it. There you go. So you uh, had eight seconds. Look at you. You figured it out. <laughs> yeah. Rings of fire. Nice. Okay. We we put rings of fire all over the all over the court. And players have to get extra no, extra and players, points. Players have to go through the rings of fire before they can shoot. Oh, I like that. No, that's not bad. Hey, Rick, I also suggested that like maybe that. for the fact that none of the big name players and good good job by McClung and, and the guys that participated. Nobody wants to play in the dunk contest. But you're actually doing it while you're in the All Star game since they don't play defense. So you got random celebrities around oh. courtside that have cards wow. and they judge the dunks in game. Wow. You didn't want yeah. to participate. Well, here you are anyway. Ha <laughs> ha, that's an eight. I think I think that the fact that we just came up with several ideas that would be better than what we actually saw <laughs> is moving in the right direction. So um yeah, I it's Look, I, the funny thing is, is so um, it's been a while since, I mean, bagging on the All-Star game kind of has become an annual event. So mm -hmm. maybe we really don't want it to be well-viewed because this is kind of a dead period in the sports calendar. And it gives us at least gives us one more topic to hit uh, in, 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 uh, in February at this point, uh, because I uh, look it, it, it's um, it, it is a tortured exercise in every sport for the most part. Um, it's just not going to be the same. And as we become more attached or as fantasy becomes uh, a, a bigger element that draws people into paying attention and gambling does as well, like <laughs> you got to be some kind of a better if you're going to bet on the all-star yeah. game. That's probably one that people take a pass on. And so – uh, you know, as I, I often say, like for every action, uh, I'm an Isaac Newton fan. For every action, there is a corresponding reaction. And as the league has wed itself more to um, to various things that allow the fans to participate, uh, the All Star Game really doesn't lend itself to that. So I'm not, I'm really not surprised. And then look. The, the other part of it is the players don't seem to care all that much about winning. And if they don't care, then goodness, why, why would the fans care? Now, wait a minute. Now, to be serious for a second, <laughs> yeah. 
Do the players have to go through the ring of fire for every shot, or do they get extra points if they make one from a ring of oh, fire? No. Like like a non-ring no, no, no. of fire layup is worth two points, but you go through the ring of fire, it's worth four points. No, 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 no. They <laughs> ring of fire every single time. And we, oh, like, okay. we could create some moats and some alligators <laughs> and a few things. I mean, there, we, we have to introduce something that's... Uh, it's a little treacherous, terrifying in order to to jack this up. It's a, we got to uh, keep our composure. Oh, the mystery moat is brought to you by Kia. What could be lurking? We don't know, but the first player that falls in, we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, can, can you see, like, can you believe LeBron blew that layup? Yeah, but he had an alligator attached to his leg. I mean, I'm going to give him extra I don't know. Good thing he had the bat utility belt to spray and get him to release. That's only a four-foot alligator. He should be able to make that shot. Come on. He's still passing that up. This is the dunk that he calls the death spiral (laughs) as he escapes the alligator. Uh, Rick, 23 most important regular season games of LeBron James' life. It's like he was staring in a mirror with one eye uh, off to the side at Anthony (laughs) Davis at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it, I, look, I don't know why LeBron does this to himself. <laughs> dude, dude. We, we he likes to hear himself talk. It's okay. Wherever this goes. I, I, look, I, look, I will say this. Um, the Lakers responded to what he wanted. He wanted them to remake this team. They gave up one of those. Uh, future first round picks, one of the, the, the two remaining that they had. It was something that uh, while Lakers fans and various media were like, this is crazy, they should just give those up. Everybody I talked to in the league was like, if, if, they're, if they're mortgaging their, their future, whatever left of their future at this point, for what? They're not winning a championship with this team. So they just didn't see it as being good business. And yet the Lakers did it anyway. They, they, they split the difference. They, they gave up one of those. They gave up the second round picks and, um, and they basically answered LeBron's call to give him a better team and a better team right now. So there is, I would say there's pressure on him to, to bring this. I mean, at least get them into the play in game, which is not, which is no guarantee the, the teams ahead of them improved. And the teams uh, and those teams are gunning to stay in the playoffs or, or make the play in as well. So they're going to have to climb over from 13th. They're going to have to climb over a number of teams that are just as committed right now to doing what they're trying to do uh, over the next 20 some games. And the other part is if you look at their schedule or Houston are the only two teams that they play that are not ostensibly playing for something down the stretch here. So all their games are going to be competitive. Everybody, whether they're playing the Lakers or not playing the Lakers, most of the league is still vying for one of those spots that they want. So it's not going to be easy to get there. But LeBron kind of put it on himself. These are the 23 most important. I mean, the the translation is I have to get this team into the playoffs now or it's going to be what? It's going to be a mark against my career? I would never. I would not do that. I, there's nothing he can do at this point that's going to shift my view of him. But that's what he said. So we're going to be watching and seeing exactly what he's able to do with this new crew. 
I look at it this way, Rick. If you said, okay, with this new thing, they have a little bit of new energy. We've seen it before. The Cavaliers did it a couple of times at the trade deadline. We'll trade half the team, and and it kind of worked. Could I see Mm -hmm. the Lakers finishing – 14 and nine ish and and being 500 yeah i could see i could see them playing there yeah hey, hey patrick beverly's getting well even even if pat bev gets them back-to-back games in chicago could i see the lakers doing that yeah but i, I think that's kind of the ceiling you know 14 and nine look the, the really good yeah. teams they're still going to struggle with but i i could see that for the lakers and finishing right around 500 yeah and if that's the case then they're not getting there they're not. I mean, if they if they're going fourteen and nine, they're not climbing the ladder into one of those play-in games. And one of the other difficulties is, uh, okay, so they make the play-in. If they make the play-in, now the 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 pressure is going to be ratcheted up. Well, the Lakers have Anthony Davis and LeBron James, and they should be making the playoffs. So they're going to have to win one or two of those play-in games if they get to that point. That's when it's really going to ratchet up. They, now now the expectation is they're going to be in the playoffs and play a first-round series. The ceiling is for these guys, uh, as I see it in, in talking to people around the league, it's the general consensus is if they got to the playoffs and won a round, it would be a, a, a massive, massive achievement at this point, because you just don't build on, you just don't build teams with 20 games to go. And this is significant rebuild. And two, LeBron James, let's face it. He's 38 years old. Anthony Davis, even when he's available is not what he once was. And so I think we, there's, there's still this vision of LeBron and AD in their heyday. And now you put some shooters and defenders around them. And I just don't know that that's a realistic view of, of even who their stars are at this stage. Sorry, Lakers fans. I know that sounds that's a that's a real Debbie Downer of, of view of, of all that has happened, but I, I I think it's more reality than than uh, than make believe. It's tough, Rick, because in my ear, Frostburg kept going, "We're back! We're back! Come on, we're back!" Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and that's the refrain around Los Angeles. Uh, let's shift to the Eastern Conference for a moment. We got a uh, dominant 20 seconds of performance from Giannis in the All-Star game. How serious <laughs> is this injury? Well, it's, it's, it's his wrist on his shooting hand. So you could be snarky and say, well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, the part of, that's the weakest part of Giannis's game. So what's the matter? What's the problem, right? Um but no, I, it, it uh, dominant hand in terms of dribbling, dominant hand in terms of shooting. I don't know the extent of the injury, but uh, if it's going to bother him, and it, it not being shooting, not being one of his strengths from range. If nothing else, if he doesn't have the same strength in that wrist that's going to affect a lot of things, especially, especially at the free throw line. I mean, that's, he's, he's still going to be able to get to the free throw line. Um, if he's feeling anything in that wrist, that's going to affect him. It, it's uh, now one of the toughest mentally players that we have in the league today. So I don't know that it's going to discourage him from trying to get to the line, from trying to figure it out, from taking free throws. That's, he's demonstrated that several times over. But, um, yeah, it, it, I, you want – of all the injuries that you could have, 
um, other than, you know, a knee or something that's going to change that equation. Uh, right wrist, shooting wrist, is about the, uh, the, the worst injury that, uh, that a star player could have. Rick Buecher, our guest here, the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. All right, now one of the bits you've had, you talked about it a lot. It's got a link on, on onto it on Twitter. Uh, Kevin Durant's going to have his much anticipated debut with the Suns at some point, maybe soon, yep. uh, potentially in the next few days. Uh, does he have more to win or lose with the Suns going forward? Honestly, I, maybe it's because I'm just, um, and, and this is not my view of KD, but. But the general view I get of KD is really great player, not a champion unless he's playing with the Golden State Warriors and Steph Curry and Draymond Green and Clay Thompson. So while Chris Paul and Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton are not Clay Thompson and Steph and Draymond at this point, that's viewed as a star trio in the league, is it not? I mean, those three went to the finals two years ago. So I don't know how much KD has to gain. I would say somewhat has something to gain by winning a championship in Phoenix, but I don't, I expect the champion this year to come out of the East. So it's not going to be this year. And uh, CP3 is not getting any younger. So I don't see the past. I, I'm not looking at it and going, well, if KD doesn't win a championship in Phoenix, then this is a failure. And the biggest thing part for me is what does KD want at this point? Like what, LeBron is saying, these are the 23 most important games of my career, regular season games. So you feel like, okay, he feels like there's something to lose here. I don't know what Kevin Durant is after, because if he wanted to win, he would have stayed in Golden State. Uh, if he wanted to demonstrate that he could be, without any question, the centerpiece to a championship team, he would have stayed in Brooklyn and allowed them to build a team around him, trusted that, that they were going to get there in the next year or two. Um, he goes to Phoenix. I don't know. You guys tell me, like, what is it that what he would do in Phoenix that would demonstrably change your view of who Kevin Durant is as a player? Well, look, he'll win again. Like, he's realized that he doesn't want to lead. He knows that, he, you know, I, I'm, he's continually in search of – Whatever he wants people to talk about him like he's LeBron, and he's not getting that, and he's very upset. Look, the guy's got burner Twitter accounts to defend himself. He knows I yeah. need to go win again. So now maybe if I go win with the Suns, I'll be viewed as a great champion because I won with two teams, and here's a team that was good but didn't win until they got me. I mean, at this point now, he's just trying to say, okay, what's going to continue to, to keep me going and to keep people talking about me being great? Wasn't happening in Brooklyn, so now i got to go find a way. i got to go join another team it's not what he wanted to do but it's what he kind of has to do at this point well i i would push back on that because i think what he did when he was healthy in brooklyn and they went 19 and 2 with Kyrie. i thought he was turning that perspective right like he was reminding everybody just how good he is and i i, I think he's great he's going and winning a ring in phoenix okay that's two lebron did it in three places 
Like he's not catching. If 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 he's if he's chasing the ghost of what LeBron has done, he's not getting there at this point. No matter what he does, other than other than if he stayed in Brooklyn and he won a championship, uh, I, I I think that would turn the view of everybody because. People kind of feel like Phoenix has been on the doorstep of winning a championship. And, okay, so KD could go there and he could be the difference maker. Uh, again, this is difficult for me because my perspective is that the, that the Golden State Warriors never would have won those two championships without Kevin Durant. Would not have happened. And his finals MVPs are proof of that. And everything, everything else, having an up-close view of that. They're not winning another championship without Kevin Durant and but that's not the general perspective so I'm thinking the general perspective is going to be yeah KD you won another one in Phoenix but you needed Chris Paul and Devin Booker DeAndre Ayton so did you really win another championship or did they kind of <laughs> help you help you win another championship but right, you're right. I, if he'd just, done it in Brooklyn he would have carried Ben Simmons to a title you oh, won with look, Ben Simmons there. You would have been the champion. <laughs> without, right, yes, yeah. and, and uh, a hernia as well. But, look, if he had just gotten to, let's say, the Eastern Conference Finals, let's say he knocks off the Boston Celtics or he knocks off the Milwaukee Bucks or even the Philadelphia 76ers, wouldn't you give him more credit? Wouldn't he have gained more credit in accomplishing that then if he goes through, who's he going through in the West? That people are going to say, "Wow, Kevin Durant, Phoenix Suns couldn't have done that." Like, and and I give them a better chance of winning of of, of out of the West. But I just think that who he would have had to beat, and again, who he would have had to beat with a Brooklyn Nets team that doesn't have Kyrie Irving. That, to me, would have been far more impressive than if the Phoenix Suns end up coming out of the West this year with the, the mixed bag of teams that we have in the Western Conference. I put the Phoenix Suns in there in the mix, but I think the fact that the, the, the odds immediately shot them to the top of the Western Conference tells you what people think of the Western Conference in general. He's on Twitter, at Rick Buecher. That is at Rick Buecher. Check him out on FS1, host of the On the Ball podcast as well. Rick, as always, buddy, thanks a bunch for your time. And I'm going to go to Adam Silver with your Rings of Fire idea. I think that's a good one. Thank you very much. I'm glad you're going because I, I, I probably wouldn't do that myself. So, <laughs> Thank you. Rings of Fire. <laughs> this was submitted to that's us by an anonymous... Rings uh, of NBA fire. insider. Rings of fire. <laughs> uh, Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. Got a little bit more on KD coming up next, as well as the latest on Lamar Jackson. Keep it right here. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, in for Dan and the Danettes. This is Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. 
And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Paulie Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. As you all know, we're the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show. Numero uno. Yeah, and we know why millions of people tune in every week. Yeah. They want to hear us talk sports, not our idiot guests who think they know more about sports than we do. Yeah, listen to these dummies. You don't know crap about sports. Nothing. Uh, you don't know nothing uh, about football. This is the worst thing Wait, I've ever he's still on the line. Get off the show. Oh, the show. You don't know basketball. If you want to hear how sports talk should be done, yeah. listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like... A lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Fox Sports Radio, The Dan Patrick Show, Jason Smith, and my best friend Mike Harmon in for Dan and the Danettes today. Uh, we'll get to Lamar Jackson in a second, but just real quick to, to kind of tag Rick Buecher, uh, the interview we had with him a few minutes ago, and, and thanks to Rick for always stopping by. I mean, the rings of fire idea for That's the All-Star good. game is just awesome. But the Kevin Durant phenomenon now with the Suns, I got a different view on this. Uh, yes, you know, Rick talked about it being a risk that KD is joining the Suns, and does he have more to lose and to gain? At this point, 
he knows that, well, okay, I'm going to be measured by championships, and my best shot at getting one is going to the Suns. And this is a phenomenal fit for him where he wants to play, he doesn't want to lead. And now he's joining a team that has a bunch of leaders on it, but also if they win, KD will be given the credit. He's joining them just like he joined the Golden State Warriors. Okay, there's a bunch of stars on here. I don't need to lead. I can just be the difference maker, and that's when people are going to give me the respect that I really want. I'm the, I'm the missing piece here to win with the Suns. So that's why he's there. He doesn't need to be the big scorer every night. Look, Booker is back. And, and he's going to be the guy some nights. He just has to be that guy every couple of games. And I look at him joining the Suns, and when he is healthy, you watch them just run roughshod over everybody they play the rest of the way. It's going to be like when the Lakers got Pau Gasol. And it was the Lakers were kind of meandering. We thought they might be good. And then they make the big trade for Gasol. What did they win? 11 in a row when, when, they, when they got Pau Gasol. And then they jump-started the second half of the dynasty. And they won a couple of titles, went to three finals. That's what's going to happen for the Suns. They're going to start beating people like the Nets would beat people when everybody was healthy. It's 149-115. Look at this. This is unbelievable. When he starts playing, that's what the Suns are going to do, and it's going to be the biggest story of the the last 23-ish games of the NBA season. How LeBron finishes with the Lakers and KD and the Suns, they're just going to start ripping teams right and left. It's going to happen. This is a phenomenal fit. No, I, I like the the cut of your jib there, the excitement. But I, I agree with Rick's point from the, all right, you accept who you are. And I think that's the point here for Kevin Durant and for all of us and whatever our roles are at our jobs and in our homes and everything else. Uh, you know, know your role and shut your mouth. It was on Young Rock last week. That was the, the learning uh, point that they were trying to uh, push out. And that's kind of where Kevin Durant must be in the process. Like, all right, even if I have to join up and they don't want to give me credit, that's fine. It's another ring. So long from now, I'll be able to say not two, but three, maybe four. You have no idea. Do I think from the whole legacy and that debate that we always have and I don't know much. I, I get excited about it, but for the purposes of sports talk, radio, and television, we'll have it. Uh, that he's he's never going to get credit. He's going to be on the list, and it'll be higher based on adding another title. But he's got he doesn't get credit for the other ones, right? That's why he left. Even if he's the MVP, which is the thing that's never made sense. Like you won the MVP. It's like yeah, but it was Steph's team. Here it's. All right, they already had three guys. Now you're the fourth, and you help put them over. They were the number one seed a year ago. So he, it must be he's found some inner peace to go do that, or he just simply doesn't care and just wants to go win and wanted out of Brooklyn once Kyrie Irving was done. That's it. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome. If you missed the Rick Buecher interview, it's going to be up on Fox Sports Radio in the best of coming up in a bit. Always a great visit with Rick. And again, if you forget, Kate, Ring of Fire, Rings of Fire. No, that's it. Um, we spent a lot of time this morning talking about quarterbacks and the Derek Carr potential future first ballot Hall of Famer with the Jets. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, Aaron Rodgers eventually coming out of the darkness mm-hmm. retreat. Daniel Jones, $45 million deal with the Giants. It's going to happen as much as you think it's not. It's going to happen. And yes, Joe Burrow will get $60 million if that's the case. How it goes for quarterbacks. But the Lamar Jackson situation just gets 
crazier and crazier. Look, on our night show, we talked about this for a while, for over a year. Lamar Jackson's and, and, the, and the Ravens are headed for a divorce. Congratulations to everybody who's just picking up on that right now. If the Ravens really wanted to sign him, if Lamar Jackson wanted to stay, they would have figured things out by now. But the Ravens don't want to pay him what Lamar Jackson wants. Lamar Jackson wants $45 million a year. He wants it all guaranteed. The Ravens are not there. Right, they they offered him a hundred million dollars less guaranteed than he wants. So yeah, it's going to happen. And do you really think teams are not going to give this to him? If the Ravens said today we're thinking about trading Lamar, the phones would never stop ringing. I I don't get the whole sudden. Oh, I wouldn't I wouldn't pay Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he's got hurt the last couple of years. Last year, could he have come back? Was it real serious, or did Lamar Jackson say, "Hey, I'm going into an off season where I don't have a contract." I'm not going to come back and play and potentially risk more injury. So, yeah, I don't think I'm going to come back and play the rest of this year with Baltimore. Um, This is the guy you pay. You pay a guy that won the league MVP a couple of years ago that is this kind of weapon. Who are you not going to pay? It's free agency, right? So, it, or, it's, or it's a trade. It's, it's an elite top five level quarterback who's available. Yeah, this is the guy you go get. I feel like it's just hot take theater the other way to say, oh, I wouldn't pay Lamar Jackson. I, I, I don't get it. And, and the market's going to bear that out the second the Ravens say they're ready to trade him, which will come very soon after the whole franchise tag uh, situation and fiasco goes in next week. Teams are going to call, and that's going to be suddenly be the guy at the top of the list, which is why Aaron Rodgers has to make his decision what he wants to do soon. Yeah, I just don't, I don't get into the – the idea when when we're talking about Lamar Jackson, you, you can't dismiss the fact that he's missed as many games as he has the last couple of years, right? Last year, I guess to some degree, folks are like, well, he's not going to play again because he's mad at the organization. Whereas you have other reports that that knee was really messed up. So in a vacuum of, yeah, is Lamar the guy you want over the rest of the guys here? Sure. But what's the, what's the shelf life and what's your offense? Is it tailored for him like you have in Baltimore? Because you have to retrofit everything else to fit his skill set? That's a tough task when you're paying a guy near $50 million. But I'll tell you, if Daniel Jones wants $45 million a year and he's going to get it from the Giants, is Lamar Jackson going to get $45 million then? Yeah, he is. He's going to get it. Maybe it's the Jets. Maybe it's future first ballot pro football New York Jets Hall of Famer Lamar Jackson. Maybe that's it, Mike Harmon. He ain't winning there either. <laughs> Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome. For Mike, I'm Jason. Colin Coward coming up next. This is Fox Sports Radio. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. 
More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.